Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. My idea of Christmas, whether old-fashioned or modern, is very simple, loving others. Come to think of it, why do we have to wait for Christmas to do that? Bob Hope. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk. Today I figured since it's only like two days away from Christmas, we can talk about all the ways to make Christmas more enjoyable or just the holiday season in general more enjoyable this year. I don't know about you guys, whether or not you celebrate Christmas, you can celebrate anything, but normally around the end of the year, things kind of tend to get a little hectic, right? Like we know the new year's coming, we have holidays, you're like trying to get gifts for everybody, you're trying to like tie up all your projects from 2019, you're trying to like, just tie everything up and also prep for the new year. And there's like another element this year with going into a whole new decade. And so I feel like every holiday season, I'm always like, first of all, I'm always like last minute trying to get everything ready. And then I feel like I blink and the holidays are over and I don't like savor it and I don't really sink into the holiday season. So I was actually meditating on this about how I really want to go into the holiday season, calm, cool, collective, and just fully enjoy it and fully embrace all of it. So I basically wrote down all the things that came to mind when I was meditating about it and figured we could talk about them today because then it can potentially inspire all of us to maybe just like slow down, savor the holiday season before we enter what is I'm going to go ahead and label as um, probably one of the best years yet. So hopefully you guys have a, a warm holiday beverage with you. I'm also wearing um, Grinch socks right now. So I sat in front of the Christmas tree for a reason while I recorded this because I just, we wanted to bring all the holiday vibes today. So without further ado, I have five different ways to enjoy this holiday slash end of the year time slash Christmas season a little bit more. And let's just go ahead and jump right in. The first one is to find stillness. So what I mean by this is to find moments where you're not lost in like the hustle and bustle of the holidays. I don't just think that this is important for the holiday season. I think that finding stillness is one of those things that I'm learning more and more 
more is important all the time and I'm not very good at it. I'm not good at it because even though I meditate and I meditate a lot, I feel like I talk about meditation a lot. I find it actually really hard the first few minutes that I meditate. In fact, almost every time I go to meditate, I always try and procrastinate it. And the minute that I go to procrastinate anything, that's usually a, a telltale sign that I should do it more than anything, especially things like working out meditation. Anytime I notice myself wanting to procrastinate, I just like further kind of push myself to just sit down and do it right away. And stillness is one of those things that I think because, well, First of all, I've lowered my caffeine intake because of stillness because I was actually finding it so hard to get still and The thing is is it's so important because when we're constantly moving when we're constantly on the go When you drink a lot of coffee and you're just like your energy level is just like so up here It's hard to really savor and to like really appreciate and to stop and actually like look look at what's going on around you And that doesn't mean you miss it. I mean obviously if your energy is up here, the not necessarily a bad thing, but I think that finding like a little bit of time every day or a little bit of time, especially over the holiday season, to just be still, to not be in a rush to get anywhere, to not be in a rush to do anything, to just like, <sighs> is so important. It's so hard if you're like not, if it's not a pattern for you yet or a habit for you yet, it's like uncomfortably hard at first. But when you do it and when you get to that moment of stillness, all of a sudden, the feeling of like euphoria, the feeling of peace that comes over you is so big. And I feel like that's so important in terms of enjoying the holidays more because if you can find even like, okay, for instance, just find five minutes every single morning to just be still. You don't even have to do it with anyone. You could just like in your own time before you wake up, whether you're going home for Christmas or staying in your own place for Christmas, before you start anything, Christmas, holiday, whatever related, this break or this whole season, just take five minutes and don't move. You're not trying to think of anything. You're also not trying not to think of anything. You're not trying to do anything, but you're also trying not to not do anything. If that makes sense. You're just taking a few minutes to be still. You're not drinking coffee. You're not writing. You're not even meditating. Really. You're just being still, just breathing, counting your breaths, noticing what you notice for five minutes. It kind of sounds weird. And the first few times it might be uncomfortable, but like I said, the over, like overwhelming amount of peace that it'll bring you and joy it'll bring you. And not only that, I feel like, like I said, this can be a very easy time over the holidays too, to get really stressed out. Or for some people, I know the holidays can also be kind of like a, not a sad time, but like a harder time. So I think that finding that sense of stillness, finding that moment of just peace and that space, just giving yourself the space to just be like, and then go into whatever you have to do, or then go face whatever you have to face for the day will not only make you savor it more and enjoy it more, but it makes it just all around a more peaceful experience. So taking five minutes to find some stillness in the morning isn't the only way you can do this. There's a few other ways you can also do this as well. Like I mentioned, meditation is a huge one. I have two different ways that I like to, I guess, be still. Um, I do try and take five minutes when I'm getting ready in the morning. After I finish getting ready, before I jump into my workday, I try and just sit for five minutes without any music, without any anything, and just be. And that is kind of like the one I already told you about. But the other one is meditation. I do. I'm a huge advocate for meditating. I feel like you guys probably already know that, but 
meditation is like a huge game changer. It's a life changer. It's a huge game changer and a life changer in terms of just even my own mental health. But I would say it's a huge game changer and a life changer in terms of just learning how to appreciate and savor the moment, learning how to be still, learning how to kind of capture how you're feeling, maybe even notice things that you wouldn't notice if you didn't take the time to meditate. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned from meditation and the biggest piece of like if I had to give any piece of advice about meditating, it would be to not try and force yourself to do meditation any kind of way. Cause I think that's like a common mistake with meditation. And it's a mistake I, I fell into a million different times because I would have like one source tell me that meditation is about not thinking anything. It's about clearing your mind and having a blank slate. You read another book and that one's about finding, you know, the flow or like letting your thoughts take you or like there, everybody has contradicting, you know, points and beliefs on meditation, but I think that meditation is kind of what you make it. And so for me, I don't try and force myself to think or not to think. I just kind of notice and I try and almost become like a watcher. I almost try and like float above my thoughts and just see them happening without attaching to them. And I think that it's important to do that, especially over the holiday season, because like for one, if you do notice that you are getting super pent up and stressed out with all the things going on, but you don't want to like react on that behavior. You don't want to be lashing out on your family and like, just kind of like, you know, that feeling like I, I'm definitely one of those people, especially when I have lack of sleep, I'm out of my routine and I'm not at home. It's definitely easy for me to become a bit of a crankier Kaylin. Okay. And you can ask my family, they would vouch for that. So taking a bit of time to just meditate to be like, Oh, that's right. I'm out of my routine. I didn't really sleep that much. And you know, I don't even remember what the third point was that I said, but whatever that third point was, um, that's why I'm feeling this type of way and then breathing through it and then re-entering the room with my entire family. And I'm not going to be a cranky Kalen. I'm going to be a, I can't think of another word that starts with a C or a K, but I'll be a happy Kalen. I don't know. Some other ways that you can actually incorporate more stillness into your holiday season too. Now, this one is one that I'm telling you, like even a year ago, I would have rolled my eyes if I heard myself saying this, but doing prayer or any kind of like just a moment, just taking a moment before you eat your holiday dinner or any dinner or opening gifts or anything like that. Okay. It doesn't have to be a prayer. Now, listen, when I say prayer again, I think like prayer is just like meditation. It's different for everybody and everybody has different ways of doing it. Like I was born and raised Catholic slash Christian. So I wouldn't say I pray in the way that I was taught growing up. I don't like, you know, this kind of pray, although my family does. So like right before we do Christmas dinner, we do. And I think that that is actually really cool. And that's what made me put this on this list because we just had a, an early Christmas dinner on December 8th. And we did a prayer right before dinner. It was actually, um, it's kind of like my step grandfather. He led us in prayer. And I was just like, that was, that was beautiful. And then we all started eating dinner and I was like, I really, I don't know. I just really enjoyed that moment that everybody just like, grabbed hands, or maybe I'm making that up. I don't know if we grabbed hands, but maybe if you do grab hands, you know, and just take a moment before you're about to dive into your food, before you're about to dive into the hecticness. And it just kind of like, again, it's just about creating space to be like, wow, this is awesome. 
and then go on and do all the awesome things. Another way to create some stillness over your holiday season is to watch a holiday movie with your family. Now this is like a big, I would say a tradition um, amongst probably most families, but definitely my family is a movie family. Like when we all get together and we've done like our dinners and without all the stuff that we've done, it'll be like eight or nine o'clock and my dad will always be like, yo, you guys wanna pop on a movie? And then we all just like put a movie on and sit in silence. Some of us nap, some of us don't. Some of us are sitting on the floor, some of us are sitting on the couch. It's just like a big collective. Everybody's in the room watching a movie. It's kind of quiet and it's so cozy, right? Like, I don't know. There's just so many different little ways that you can instill a little bit more stillness into the holiday season. And I think that that it's in those moments, those moments that you create some space to really savor the moment that you end up remembering a lot more come like, you know, come the passage of time. Like when I think back on that Christmas dinner, I won't remember what was on my plate, but I think I'll always remember my step grandfather leading us in prayer. Just a thought, you know, stillness is, I think the most overlooked an underappreciated way of appreciating our lives more. And while we're at it, um, let's just go ahead and fade out to a little mid-roll break. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, so tip number two in terms of um, enjoying the holiday season a bit more. And this kind of goes with the first one, but it's definitely different. And it's to be more mindful. The reason why I say that this one is different is because this isn't necessarily about meditating or finding stillness, though obviously those things kind of like require you to be more mindful. 
I mean, be more mindful in the sense of, okay, here's an example. This year, I've tried to be super mindful about the gifts I got people. I didn't just wanna get like gift cards or just like easy gifts, like pairs of socks and things that are just like, you know, you could really gift them to anyone. For everyone that was on my list, I really tried to sit and be mindful about what I was gifting those people. Like what could I give this person that is something that I either know they're really into or is an inside joke between the two of us or is like an experience we can do together and being more mindful in that way and just taking that time to just take kind of, I guess, to take more things into consideration, to really stop and notice, to really stop and think for a second is important because I feel like, again, for instance, there are gifts that I'm gonna take a wild guess that you've been gifted for the holidays that were so touching to you because they were so, you can tell that the person really thought about it. And then there's also great gifts that you get like pairs of socks that we all need and toothbrushes we all need and gift cards, they're great to go spend, but the ones you savor, the ones you hold on to, the ones that you know still hang up or are sitting somewhere in your room, like some of my favorite gifts I've ever been given are still ones that are like all my vintage cameras, all these like, like crystals and like little things that I, like, I have that I'm like, oh, I remember when so-and-so got me this on Christmas 2000, blah, 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 blah. And that's, I just feel like that little piece of mindfulness, it kind of creates a little bit more depth in the holiday season. Another way to be more mindful over the holidays is to bring your journal with you or, you know, just journal in general if you're not going anywhere for the holiday season. I say bring because I'm going back to my hometown, but, you know, just as per usual with the coffee talks, just flip this around in a way that works for you, but bring your journal, write in your journal, take some time to like take note of all the things that are happening. Like who's at your holiday dinner? Did someone say a joke that was really funny? Like, was there any kind of tradition that you did that you added to this year? Was there any new members at the table this year? Like just journaling and taking that time to mindfully take note of all of the things that are going on over your holiday season is also really cool. Cause then again, when time passes, you can go back and relive kind of like your holiday experience. So this one's really important and this is one that I, I want to say, I say it's really important for a reason and I'll give you the backstory. It's to take the time to do your traditions fully and joyfully. The reason why this one has made it to the list but has also become important to me is because, okay, so I come from, I don't want to say like a broken family because we're not, we're not broken by any means, but I, my parents split up, right? And they split up when I was a bit older. I was 18. I'm 25 about to be 26, so it's not new anymore. But the first few years that my parents had split up, I found myself not wanting to do traditions. Like I just skipped all my traditions. I threw them to the wind. I was like, yeah, we're not, I'm not doing that. Like, nope, not doing that. And it, it definitely, looking back at it now, I didn't know this at the time, but it definitely came from a place of just like, I don't know, I was probably just feeling kind of hurt. I was probably just trying to deal with the fact that like Christmas was different, but I think that traditions are so important for a reason. No matter what changes, keep a couple of your Christmas traditions and take the time to really do them fully. There were some that I skipped and then there were some that I would do, but I would do them so unintentionally sour. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like mad about it, but I would like, I would half-ass it for sure. So the reason why this is important to me now is because with taking the time this year 
and I would say last year actually too, last year was a great Christmas, taking the time to just be my, and the year before that was a great Christmas, taking the time to be mindful of your traditions and then not rush through them, to not feel like you need to like go, 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 like finish this tradition so I can get back to doing whatever I was doing or, you know, just go somewhere else or do something else. To take the time to do them is so important because this is why, okay? The biggest one for me this year is that my sister got married this year. So I'm well aware that the years that we get to do our siblings' traditions are starting to grow probably pretty short. I'm gonna take a wild guess she's gonna be a mom within the next, like, I wanna say two years, which leaves me with only like two more Christmases maybe to do all of these traditions that me and my siblings have been doing since we were born. And so, you know, when you're kind of in the middle of doing traditions, you don't think of that. You think that your traditions are just gonna go the rest of your life. And so it doesn't really need to matter as much this year, right? But if I could go back on those years that I was so sour or that I skipped all those traditions, I'd do them again because I'd be like, first of all, don't be such a little brat. But second of all, like, there's gonna be a time where these traditions will be replaced by new traditions. And that's really cool too, and really fun, and a cool thing to think about. But you don't wanna skip over the things that kinda matter the most over the holidays. So take the time to slow down, to really do your traditions, to do them right, and to enjoy them, because you never know when those traditions are gonna change. And then the last thing that I would say in terms of being more mindful over the holiday season, and this is what I'm trying to actually do with myself this week, because I'm currently in the last week before I go home for Christmas and it's to do holiday things more mindfully even by yourself. Examples, baking cookies is a perfect example, okay? So like every year I always bake cookies because I think I have to or I bake things just to bring home and I'm just kind of like whipping them up and not really thinking about it. This year I've been really trying to make like a conscious effort to be mindful while I'm doing holiday things. Or for instance, on the weekend, I had a little time to kill. So I uh, jumped in my Jeep and went around, grabbed some hot chocolates and went and looked at Christmas lights. And it was such a beautiful experience and it was so nice and it was just so, and I was just trying to take moments to just be like, aware of the fact that the holidays were coming. And in a couple weeks, I won't be in the holiday mood anymore. I'll be in the 2020 mood. And I just wanted to savor it as much as I could in that moment. And just taking the time to mindfully do holiday things, whether you're with other people or not, and to just savor them, you know? So the third way to um, appreciate or enjoy the holiday season more this year is probably one that we've done every year, but there's some tips that go into it, but it's how you give. So obviously the Christmas season is always about giving, right? Like that's kind of a, at least what I was taught my entire life growing up is that Christmas is never about what we get. It's always about what we give. I feel like it's so ingrained into my mind, but it's one that, again, I was just, rummaging on it and thinking about it. And it's important because I think that what we give in terms of gifts, in terms of time, in terms of energy, in terms of your mood, in terms of your attention, in terms of intention, so many, there's so much more giving over the holiday season than just gifts. And it's important because I, tr I don't know, it's corny, but that kind of is what the holiday season is all about. It's all about giving. It's about giving to other people. It's about, you know, sharing with other people. It's about just that interconnectedness. And so it doesn't necessarily just need to be about what gifts you give, although we kind of already touched on that with being like mindful about what you do gift people. But it's also, like I said, it's about giving your time. It's about turning off your phone or putting your laptop away, taking your headphones off and just ex like enjoying the time that you have with the people around you or 
if you can, you know, donating to causes, there's so many causes that come up around Christmas because there's so many people that aren't that fortunate over the holiday season. And so if you have the extra money or the spare dollar, like donate, or if you don't, you can also donate in time. You can donate in effort. You can, there's like shelters you can go work at. There are like, there's so many different ways to give over the holiday seasons. It's kind of insane. And so I think it's not just about how much you give, but I, I would say it's more so about the intention that you're putting into what you're giving away. Because when you do anything with the right intentions, the effectiveness of what you're doing just grows exponentially. Was that a word? Either way, whatever you do with good and full intentions is going to have a way bigger and more lasting impact. And so that's why I think giving is so important. And the last and final way that you can also give, and it's like the easiest one out of all of them over the holiday season is, and I'm sorry, it's corny, but it's kindness. And I say this because, okay, I get it. Like there is nothing that drives me crazier than going to the mall, like at this time of the year or anywhere that's just super packed with a lot of people. I am anxiety prone. And when I'm like claustrophobic and people are bumping into you and you're wearing like a coat and you're kind of hot and you're carrying a lot of things like that is a recipe for cranky Kaylin. I, I hate how much I've talked about myself in the third party in this video already. Um, but anyway, I, I get that. But I also think that because it's such a like stressful season for a lot of people and because they're like, you're not like, you're not the only one that's carrying a lot of things and wearing a heavy coat. Everybody is. And so I think it's so easy and myself included for everyone to kind of default to just like being a little bit crankier, right? With like strangers and people that you're just like bumping into on the street. But if you take a little bit of extra time to give kindness, like if you take a little bit of extra time to smile at a stranger to, you know, excuse me, sorry, like super Canadian, but it's, it's just such a, like, I feel like it's so, it makes the world of a difference, not only in whoever, whoever's energy you're bumping into, but even your own, because just to give you guys a very true and honest example, I went out this weekend and on Friday, I uh, was trying to get out of my Uber and my Uber was on the road. Anyway, it was a busy street and the light went green and I was still trying to get out and I was carrying a few things, okay? And the car behind the Uber I was getting out of railed on their horn. I don't, and I don't mean they were like beep beep, they were like beep, like sat on their horn as I was trying to get out of the Uber. And I hate to admit this to you, but I, I, I may or may not have flipped them off. Like I may or may not have turned around and just thrown a finger real high in the air. And then when I walked into the building I was going into, I was like, I hate that I just did that because I feel gross and that person's driving away probably feeling gross because I've been the person that's been flipped off. And I know that when I get flipped off, I drive away being like that son of a, so it wasn't a pretty moment, but it made me very aware of the fact that just taking an extra five minutes to be kind, like a better way I could have handled that is maybe get out, carry all my bags as the person sitting on the horn, just toss them a wave, just toss them a thank you. And that would give them a moment to be like, ooh, that was very unkind of me. And this person chose to be a little bit more graceful with me. And yes, I probably should have chosen to be more graceful. There was learning lessons on all fronts that night, right? But yeah, just taking a little bit of extra time to be a little bit more kind when everybody's stressed and when everything is so busy, you know?
So the fourth way to enjoy your holiday season more this year is to make things happen. So th this is what I mean by that, okay? If there is something that you know would make you just feel so happy this holiday season, don't wait for it to happen, make it happen. So if you wanna see people, be the person that gets everybody together. If you wanna have a Christmas party, be the person that hosts the Christmas party. If you want to make things happen, if you want to just, you know, make the most of the holiday season, then be the front runner, be the leader, be the person that is going to make the most. It doesn't matter if you're the youngest in your family, it doesn't matter if somebody else is usually the front runner, or if that's the case, then collaborate and be like, yo, I wanna help, like how can I, how can I help invest in making this Christmas the best Christmas, mom, dad, or whoever it is that runs your Christmas. But if nobody does, pick up the flag and go freaking running. If you wanna bake Christmas cookies, bake them. If you want to go skating, get people together and go skating. If you want to throw a New Year's Eve party, throw one. If you want to make holiday festive things happen, don't wait for someone else to like make them happen. Be the person that gets everybody together and starts the ball rolling. It's, it's kind of weird if you're normally not one of those types of people. Like for instance, I'm definitely not. Like I am very much more a go with the flow type gal than a leader of the pack type gal, just because I feel like my natural go-to energy is never really, I'm gonna take the lead in this. I'm always just kind of like, I'm down for what's whatever's gonna make everybody happy. But at the same time, I think that sometimes being that passive makes it so that moments technically, truly just kind of pass by. So. This year, for instance, I was like, okay, I know I wanna see these people, I know I wanna do this, I know I wanna do this. So I looked at the calendar, looked at the days I was in my hometown, and I was like, this is when I'm doing that, this is when I'm doing this, this is when I'm doing that. Texted everybody I needed to text, was like, yo, come to this, and I just like lined it all up so that now I can go back into my passive Pisces nature and flow my way through that plan that like, cause it's already, it's already laid out for me. I, I had to like step into some fire energy, plan it all out, step back into my water element. And now I just get to flow right through it. But I have all of these awesome, like holiday festive things lined up to just not only keep, you know, the holiday spirit going, but also to just make sure that I'm, I'm getting to see everybody that I wanted to see and do all the things I wanted to do. Basically create the holiday energy that you want to attract. You know how they say like, be the change you wish to see in the world. Be the holiday spirit you wish to be around. So my last and final tip in terms of how to enjoy your holiday season more this year, and I know that this one is probably like, I don't know, I always, I, I like every time I do coffee talks now, I feel like every time I say a word or a thing that is like a common knowledge thing, I feel like I always need to disclaim it with the fact that I know it's common knowledge, but I just think that sometimes talking about these things kind of re-stimulates them within us, right? And so the other thing that I would say has been a huge theme of mine, probably ever since Thanksgiving, is the whole gratitude. Like the idea of being more grateful. And it's not, I don't think, because we aren't already grateful. I just think that if we don't actively pursue gratitude, it can sometimes pass us by. And so giving your brain the task to notice the things you're grateful for doesn't mean that you weren't already grateful for those things. I think it just kind of opens the doorway for the energy to flow more easily to you. And if there's anything that I know from all the research that I've done this far in my life and all the books that I've read this far in my life is that if you wanna live happier, you gotta think more positive. If you wanna think more positive, you have to be more grateful. So it all kind of starts with being grateful for what you have and grateful for what is already happening, like happening, sorry, in front of you. I'm getting jumbled in my words again. So I know I've been talking too long. So there's a couple different ways that you can do this. 
The first one, obviously, if you do bring your journal or have your journal is to just make a holiday gratitude list, like just for Christmas alone or Christmas and New Year's. Anytime you notice yourself feeling grateful for something, open up your journal, open up your phone or a note on your phone and make a list of all the things that you were just grateful for over the Christmas season. Another way is to, if you're doing that five minutes of stillness in the morning, or maybe you'll do your five minutes of stillness at night. Another way that you can do that is while you're kind of sitting and absorbing, you're just like meditating. You can kind of allow like, what are three things that I was super grateful for? Or what are three things I'm really excited for today to kind of just flow by your consciousness. Like you don't even have to write them down. Um, just even being aware of them kind of like activates that energy. The other one, and this, this again kind of fits into the stillness one, but whenever you are in a room and you're watching like the Grinch with your whole family, or you're sitting down for Christmas dinner, or you're going to bed on Christmas Eve and your house is warm and you got a roof above your head and you have your whole family and everybody's healthy and well, and you know, whatever it is, like all the things that might kind of coincide to your Christmas, just taking a moment to just like appreciate them, to just take a moment and whether you pray or don't just to be like, thank you and notice them. Like, again, you don't have to write them down. You don't have to do like any kind of crazy ritual or routine with this. It's just a matter of opening enough space in your mind and in your conscious state of being to notice and then appreciate because you have to notice them first and then appreciate them. So anytime, you know, over the whole holiday season that you're like, Oh, this like, I feel so cozy in my PJs. Mm, grateful for my PJs or like, God, like look at all this amazing food. Like, thank you for this food. Or I love that my whole family's in this room right now. Like, thank you for my family and thank, like bless this family. Like, I know it sounds corny, but nobody really knows you're doing it. And it's, it's not corny. Honestly, it's not corny. It only feels corny because it's serious. It's taking a light situation and, and keeping the lightness, but it's also it's activating the part of you that's allowing yourself to care deeply about what's going on around you and call that corny, then it can be corny. But I also think that it's really cool to kind of admit or to openly express when things really matter to you and when something is making you happy and when you're appreciating something. And so those moments of like, wow, like I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for my siblings. I'm so grateful for the food on my plate. I'm so grateful for the tradition of literally just getting Chinese with like, who knows? Cause that used to be a routine of ours too, or a tradition of ours is we would get Chinese food on Christmas Eve and just chill. Like we wouldn't even have a huge Christmas dinner. Like it doesn't need to be what you think Christmas should be. It's whatever you're Christmas already is and then just taking a moment to appreciate it. And even if, okay, out of all the things in today's video or today's podcast, even if you only had to choose one, I would say this is probably the biggest one. And it's just to take those moments to feel grateful and to appreciate what is happening and what is already unfolding in front of you. Because I think that that's kind of like the only way to truly root to your life and to root to what is happening around you. Like I said, you don't know when the next Christmas is going to change. You don't know when the next time, like things might start changing in front of your very own eyes. And so I think that when things are slowly unfolding in front of you and as they're happening to take those moments of appreciation, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to say anything. You don't even have to like act in any kind of way. It can just be like a quick millisecond in your mind that you're just like, I really appreciate this. Like I am, I'm just soaking all of this up right now. That is all it truly takes to enjoy your holiday season so much more. Out of everything in this video, this could be the only one you do. Just taking a second to be like, hmm.
and then just carry on with whatever else you have going and literally you will have I'm gonna say probably a better holiday season than if you hadn't taken those moments so there you guys have it in case you need to hear them one more time we'll rip through them really quick find some stillness be mindful give make things happen and then find a little bit of gratitude and with those five things you can make this holiday season the best holiday season you have had yet but that goes to say that I really do think 2020 is a ball in the year. So let's see if we can top it again next year. Aside from that, I hope you guys all have the coziest, nicest, just Christmas, Christmas, Christmasiest, or you know whatever you celebrate. Just I just you guys, I hope you have a happy, safe, and joyful holiday season. I don't know, and that you guys are super excited for the new year, and you're just I'm sending all the best holiday vibes your way. I hope you guys also have a lot of warm beverages, preferably spiked with a little bit of eggnog and who, who knows what else. And uh, aside from that, I will see all of you guys next Monday for a new year related coffee talk. Bye guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.